The DNS Podcast. The DNS Podcast. And back for another week. Back this time with fan favorite, our old mate, Mr. Messon. Messon. Damn it. Hey, Jed, how are you? That's it. What an intro. There you go. That's, that's the best intro I've ever given, I think. Yeah. Spectacular. What are you drinking there, Shorty? Well, I was about to start it off the same as we did last oh, week. Oh, of so. course. I fucked it up already, and I? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll start with the guest. So, Masson, did yep. you train today? And what are you drinking? What was the first part of the question? Did you train today? And what are you I drinking? Did. I did. I trained, um, had events day today. I did some coffin carry and um, like a fat back farmer's medley. Um, 10, 10 meter carry, three deadlifts, 10 meter carry, three deadlifts, Oof. 10 meter carry. Um, I dug a ditch as well because we had like 50 mil of rain here last night and the back of my house was flooded. So my warm up for all of that was digging a ditch across the, uh, across the driveway <laughs> to unflood my house. Bloody hell. And I am drinking, um, Buffalo Trace bourbon was on special today. It was, um, a good price and I've diluted it with a bit of black stuff so that I can last the podcast. Um, yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. What do you got, Danny boy? What oh, are you oh, trying to? It's not a long time. <laughs> Same though. old shit for me. <laughs> uh, I had one left in from last weekend. I'm very unprepared this evening, but the fan, the old faithful Corona, nice and chilled um, straight out the fridge. And you yes, got I a bit of that up, up your way at the moment, don't you? Hey, you guys have got a bit of that up your way at the moment, don't you? What's that? <laughs> Corona. Corona. <laughs> Corona. Yeah, it's plenty of that going around, mate. <laughs> it never gets old, that joke. I love it. <laughs> never. I mean, I feel it's either been a good thing or a bad thing for them because, you know, they've had a pandemic named after them, but it, I suppose it's quite good for a bit of exposure, isn't it? Well, I actually heard um, right back at the start of it when I was, oh, there goes my kid. Um, he'll be right. Um, I heard right back at the start when I was over in Ohio, um, one of um, the Arnold's business partners, because um, that was obviously like right when the Western world was about to kick off and, and get COVID and um, the Arnold's over there was like, it was run, but then there was no spectators or whatever. Um, one of the business partners noticed that the Corona brand's stocks had gone down like astronomically that week so he actually went and bought some because it since gone back up again so kind of uh leveled out a little bit yeah ridiculous though it's like oh there's a coronavirus better sell my stocks of corona beer that makes sense but (laughs) mate over the last two years however long this has been around it's it's been clear that people have gotten dumber somehow Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we're just seeing the dumber ones. Yeah. 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 We've, we've really. Bear with me one um, second. I'm going to drag my child into frame so yeah, that I can rock his <laughs> I'm just noticing he's got Scotty Neville as his, uh, as his name there. What did you train today, mate? Uh, another another a shot, snatch clear, jerk and front squat. <laughs> but the some doubles. Of, um, the life just, of a weightlifter. Just to switch it up, mate. Did some doubles. Um, yeah, pretty shit week of training. Uh, just one of those weeks. Lots of mislifts. Um, 
but yeah, no, I feel great. I feel great. But um, yeah, miss lifts, maybe a lack of concentration a little bit. It's I had, uh, that point in lockdown, isn't it? Explain to yeah. explain to the listeners how you got banned from the cricket nets. Yeah, so actually, yeah, I mean, I could blame the fact that my locations have been changed several times this week. Um, but yeah, I turned up on what day was it? Wednesday to do a Wednesday session. And I turned up at quarter past three and the frigging council were there cutting the cricket pitch. And as soon as I pulled my U up, I could see her making a beeline for me. So I, I just slowly undid the back of the tray and I thought I won't even unload stuff because something's going to happen here. She was like, as soon as she got out, we had a locked eye. She's shaking her head going, no, 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 you can't train here. I was like, okay, it's all right. It's absolutely fine. Um, I, I'll move on. Do you know of any other places that I can go and train? No, no, no. You know, you should be doing this, shouldn't be doing that. I'm thinking, okay. So I went and got uh, some nice thick ply and set up next to Rousel sewage plant and got bitten about 100 times by mosquitoes. Oh. Uh, my feet are covered in bumps. My, uh, my thigh has got about six or seven there, both sides. So, yeah, because yeah. they're not going to have something weird in their bloodstream right next to the sewage plant or whatever. I know. So, yeah, it's going to uh, fuck me even more. Yeah, one of, one of those weeks. Uh, what about yourself, Sean? What are you drinking and what do you train today? Mate, uh, sticking to the same training program as last week. So oh, that's right. You're on Sundays, aren't you? I'm on Sundays as day one, but I'm drinking a lovely old old Greg from Black Ops. I've, I've still got one in my box. I need to get, I need to get that in me. It's a get one of them box. in you, mate. Mason had his last one yesterday. It's uh, How was it, Mace? Oh, it's good. Um, it, it, it goes down a lot easier than something that says 11% on the side of the can. Um, it's it's a bit nasty if you come in for dinner and sort of have it before you've had your dinner and then you've realised you've drunk it all before you've had your dinner and, yeah. Lightheaded. It's like them Long Islands again, mate. Oh, don't. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I've now, I've recently moved out and I'm literally, the fiddler is there. So oh, I can geez. pretty much uh, see into the car park. So bring that back up, open it up, and we can all get in there and have a good old merry up. <laughs> How many times did they kind of want to kick us out? But kind of like they kind of was like, "Oh, you guys need to quieten down." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever." We we built a really nice relationship with the security guards over the years. Um, so yeah, I think they're they're pretty wary of noise, but I think we're pretty we're pretty exempt from. Uh, being shoved out, which is good. I thought it was the ex-UFC fighters that we had. And having Jamie Tahuna sat there was obviously a big draw, wasn't it? (laughs) Is that Jamie Tahuna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan's become best mates with the uh, the little islander who works the doors, so... That's right. It's, um... You forget about Jay, because Jay's been such a consistent figure in our gym. You know, we forget that he was, uh, you know, fighting the best of the best at one stage, you know. He's such a good bloke too. Like he's got no attitude and everything. It's like zero. He's right. a top bloke, mate. Yeah, he's doing his uh hundred pull-ups a day or something at the minute. Have oh, you seen good. that? Hundred pull-ups, hundred push-ups, hundred squats. It's almost like um one punch man style training. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was a few of them jumping on it, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little way off that at the moment. <laughs> hundred pull-ups, yeah, bloody hell. That's pretty you're allowed, you're, if you allow CrossFit ones, maybe, but not strict. 20 sets of five, maybe, for me. <laughs> <laughs> Long afternoon. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm not even going to attempt it. There's not a band thick enough in the world to help me right now. <laughs> uh, string you up there, Shorty. What, what top you got on, Shorty? Have we got the same top on? No, I've got the old... Um, ah, you got the old original. Yeah, one of the old ones. Nice. But actually, um, it'll be a little teaser for a future merch drop, but it lines up nicely with Mason being here. The good old traditional Comp Day Bunnings hat. Oh, yeah. I've been uh, I've narrowed us down some um, what you got samples to get a DNS style straw hat for oh, comp cool. days. Hat. Yeah. So um, they should hopefully, depending on Australia Post, which is a you know toss of a coin at the moment, hopefully sharp next week. So COVID try them. I'll just go and raid the Bunnings ones and then stitch a patch on. <laughs> It'd probably be work out cheaper actually, but. <laughs> That's all right. These are these nice little black underlay. Oh, uh, yeah. Underlay, yeah. underlay. Underlay. <laughs> you need so. some breros with yellow and that shit. Mate, <laughs> good times in the sun. <laughs> um, Penrith sun. Pen- oh, Penrith sun. Fucking Penrith sun. I do miss Penrith. I don't think anyone's ever said that in the history of Penrith. <laughs> but- I miss Penrith. I have a great time every time I come up to Penrith. It's, it's a Penrith- good place. The weather's shit house. Like it's always either wet or really hot compared to wherever I've been, and that's you know saying something. But I always enjoy myself. Yeah, summer is um, summer is something else. Like when you string together like three or four forty degree days, it's uh, it's brutal. Yeah, I mean we get that down here, but it's it's well drier than you. Like you guys just have that weird like, hey, I'm Queensland, but not Queensland thing going yeah. on. Yeah. We don't like we'll get 40, 42, 43 like day in, day out, but it's just dry out. It's like everything feels like it's going to burn at any second, but I guess that's half of Australia now, so probably shouldn't complain. <laughs> well, you're surrounded by the bushland, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, um, could get a bit, could get a bit hectic if that goes up, but cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> bit dicey. Yeah. All right. I've got a fire bunker now, so I should be all right. Nice. Your fire bunker? Oh, it's just the bunker at the compound. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm going if stuff starts to burn. <laughs> it's underground <laughs> and it's a container, so it should be okay. Oh, true, true. Just get bloody hot. It'd be like one of those um, like Fijian cooking pots. They're just underground, slowly roasting you. I was about to say that could be the other way it goes, where we just get just get cooked into a um, into a brisket instead of being saved. But oh well. I think Dan, you're looking for burglars, mate. Well, mate, we've got to be careful around here. We've had to cut the desk around here. Wait, have you seen other news last no. night? Yeah, kids have been squabbling just down the road, and uh, yeah, one kid got well. I don't know if he got stabbed or shot. Um, yeah, there's been something going on. Around the corner, but uh, no, just getting some fresh air in here. Hopefully, nobody pops through the window because <laughs> we're under the ground. We're um, yeah, we're we're under the ground, so it's quite bizarre. Oh dear. All right, so Mason, we're going to get your opinion on a couple of things. We'll kick off with our strength news segment, and then I want to have a chat to you about Compound Cabal, um, yep. your S four competition, um. And get your opinion on uh, what what 
you think the future is going to, or the next couple of years is going to look like for Strongman in Australia. But we'll jump into our news first. So, is Get the audio juice? revved up, Shawnee. I got it ready, mate. I got it. For the news. There you go. Lovely. Cool. <laughs> you got jingle. up since I was on last. Hey, my, uh, my brother's locked down in Switzerland. He'll be home soon, but he's got fuck all to do because he can't speak French. So God love him. Is he still he's... at home? No, he's still not home. Oh, for goodness sakes. Can <laughs> we get this guy home? No. Uh, can't speak French. Stuck in Switzerland. So he's become our tech guy for now. Gracias. Yeah. All right. So first bit of strength news. Uh, Europe's strongest man this weekend. Tom Stockman is out because he's got COVID. Ah. Shit. You see that? I didn't even see that. Yeah, no, I saw it today. That. So wow. Luke um, has tested negative. He's still competing, but Tommy Saltman's out. Uh, won't be competing. Uh, has to do his 10 days in the UK. It's 10 days isolation or quarantine. Um, but yeah, Mrs. Europe's should be back in time for Scotland's. The Glasgow Giants live. Which is cut. Was it the month after? Uh, 18th, so a couple of weeks after. Okay, thick and fast. Well, there's a couple of the shows over there, hey. So oh, back yeah. To back to back. And then there's the Arnold, which is Giants as well over there. There's, yeah, I saw that. There's a lot of shows. I thought Arnold's was not done, but like not happening at the moment. So. Yeah. I mean, I know some stuff, but I also don't know some stuff. Like, it's, Yeah. I think that's not... I think, I see Eddie come out and uh, and give uh, Arnold a bit of positive positive um, publicity after his hammering over the past couple of weeks. Well, I think I think Eddie's doing anything that he can to make sure that his show runs. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a lot lot of a uh, lot of pounds sterling he would have had to drop into that. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I'm actually I'm quite surprised that Giants Live are on board with it though. Maybe it's a, a little favour, a little something with Eddie and the. Oh, and I suspect so. I suspect I suspect that's part of it. Um, I mean, there was a few years ago there was beef between Giants and like Arnold's at the top level, but I don't think they. But I mean, we didn't have beef with them down in down in Oz, and I don't think they sort of had any trouble mm. around the world. They were just kind of they wanted to do their thing, and Arnold's at the top level wanted to do their thing. So that's kind of I guess where. It, Split. So it is interesting that they've um, sort of come back together, I suppose. But I'm not 100 percent sure what um, what is what is held for Arnold's for the like not even just the Australian one, but worldwide for the next year. Who like I I don't know those things. Well, Arnold's uh, sports festival, uh, well not sports festival, but the Arnold's bodybuilding is happening in October, isn't it? In Ohio. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yep. But there's, I don't think there's an expo and I don't, it's not a multi sport thing. It's literally just bodybuilding. Oh, wow. So um, I think they're looking at doing a few other sort of pro strongman shows in America. I think there's, there's the Rogue Invitational, which is October. And I can't remember if that is the same thing as what I'm about to say or this is a separate thing, but I think they're looking at doing one in Austin, Texas at the um, 
you know, Jan Todd's Museum of Strength down around there. I don't know if that's the same thing or not. Okay, I've lost track. But I know Rogue's, the Rogue Invitational's in Texas. Yeah, mate, there's so many comps right now. It's crazy, it's not, isn't it? Not in this country, there's not. No. <laughs> Just everywhere Nothing. else. Well, who won, uh, who won Shaw Classic? Are we hey, Mitchell. To say? Yeah, I, I go, but Big Loz has spoken about it, so we can speak about it. That's my benchmark. Up the loss. Yeah, so it was it was the big Texan trade. It was really exciting, actually. He um, came out of the gates on the first event, which was log, um, which he's, he's got a very good log. And then um, trying to remember what the next event was. But basically, he was, I think he pretty well held top spot the whole time um, from memory. The thing is, um, T-Rex, Evan Singleton, he he won the most events on the day. Like he came first more than anyone, but he placed so poorly in other events that it yeah. pushed him back in the standings. Yeah, well, he was he. Geez, he's only had his was it his bicep stitched back on again recently? Like he was only yeah. injured after Worlds, which was not that long ago. So it's amazing the recovery how quick these pro guys can come back together. <laughs> I know. Rick Richardson, the same. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, inverted commas. It's crazy, the recovery times. I yeah. saw Richardson today. Was it 100 kilos for 12 overhead? Strict, oh, strict press. Well, he did, um, he did uh, log 130 uh, strict presses for fives, I think. Um, 270, 280 deadlifts for tens. Uh, just, just laying a foundation. Just laying a nice base. Yeah, just a solid stepping stones. Back yeah. It's back funny. to a good start, weight. Did you actually get to watch the Shaw Classic Mace? Yeah, look, I gave him I gave him a couple of my, my hard-earned dollars because I thought it would be good to watch, and it was good to watch. Um, they had a couple of technical issues. I yeah. think it was just more popular than they thought it was going to be, um, so their website just got smashed, but... I mean, they they don't put it out live, but they put it out like really close to live, so that their editors can stitch it all together and cut out all the all the junk in the middle. So um, yeah. yeah, it's a good it's a good show to watch. I mean, it was eight events in two days. Um, well, just about all the top guys. It was good to see um, Big Z back again. Um, I don't think he didn't compete on the second day, um, but he still put up a good log. Um, as you'd expect. Um, but, yeah, Trey, Trey winning it. He's a really good guy. He was down for Arnold's in Australia in 2018. Um, and then he couldn't get to 19, and then he was due to come back in 2020. But he's, he's come along a long way. Like, he's always had a good stone, but, um, you know, his deadlift is, is right up there now and his log's right up there. And um, I think he... He struggled a bit on the on the medley that they did at the Shaw Classic, um, which mm. looked really heavy. Um, but other than that, he didn't really sort of show too many too many holes, which was good. Um, I was really happy that he had a win, and the um, the uh, event runner didn't run away with it again. I was I was concerned he was going to take it two years in a row. Yeah, uh, but no, it was good 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 win by Trey. Have we got a date on Lisi's return or is he back? Rogue Ohio, uh, the Rogue Invitational. Okay. 
Rogo Hire. Yeah, I think he's I think he's he, he's on for that. Um, I don't know. I don't even know if there's events released for that or or anything. Whether he's doing a whole show, like there's a all of the standard structures of all the comps sort of see, have other than the Giants ones have sort of changed because of COVID. So it's kind of really hard to keep up. But you know, as long as people are doing shows and things moving forward, that's good. Have you seen the lion up for Europe this weekend? Um, I haven't. No, have you? Oh, I think sort of. I, I mean, my whole feed on Facebook is just full of giant stuff now, but I lose track of which show is which and who's oh, going yeah. to watch. I mean, oh my god! And anti-vaxxers. Oh, there's a few of them too. Yeah. <laughs> Come oh, on, mate. There's um, where has it gone? I had it here before. Andy Black's in there. Gavin the Bull's going to set a Welsh record, I think. Is he? Yeah, he's he's in there now. Um, that's the thing, though. Some of these guys like uh, Andy Black and that, if they just stay healthy, because there's so many shows running back to back to back, they they can jump in. Like, yeah. yeah. People will pull out and they can get in, they go. Well, it's handy when you live in that country. Like, there's a lot yeah. of other people around the world that I think could jump in and. I mean, not like not shitting on any of the guys that are jumping in, but like, um, yeah, I guess you know they live so close that they can just, just yeah, get on the list. Whereas you know, it'd be nice if a few people from other countries could just get on an aeroplane and get there and and yeah. show. But Lalas La- uh, um, has just been announced as well as a another, one? Uh, Marius. Oh, yep. Cool. He's jumping in now by the looks of it. Is that the brother of the original? He's the smaller of the two, but he's a very good competitor. Um, Vitatis is the one that looks like a fridge with ears. Uh, <laughs> That's right. He's a fridge freezer. Yeah. Yeah. And then, Arms um, like fucking mini metros. Yeah. And then uh, Marius, is he's a bit smaller, but like, geez, he's good for his size. Um, nice. The year that... I went and watched Worlds in the Philippines. He missed out on the finals, but not by much. Like, he's a good athlete. Yeah, good athlete. Um, actually, I didn't see this before, but they've actually announced the the lineup for the Arnold's Giants Live up in Manchester. Yep. So you've you got Zadruna Savikas, Tommy Stoltman, Trey Mitchell, uh, Novakov, Luki Stoltman, um, I'm going to butcher this name. Ambesokiv. A M B E S K O V I C. My apologies. I have no <laughs> idea how you pronounce that. J F Caron, Evan Singleton, Mark Felix, Janasha. So yeah, pretty good lineup. Ever present, Mr. Felix. It's a big crowd. You know, see, it's what happens if you can if your country's open and you can run comps. They're all having fun. Well, yeah, and you know, half of them that even aren't in your country, it's only like America's like a what is it, an eight or a ten hour flight, and Europe's a three or a four hour flight. Whereas yeah. Australia, everyone's got a sixteen to twenty four hour flight <laughs> to get here. Sweet, fucking horrible flight as well. It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, we're nearly there yet. No, you got another 12 hours. Oh, fuck off. 
you've had your first sleep and you think you're nearly there. <laughs> yeah, you're fresh as a daisy, ready to go. Oh, we're not even through Dubai yet. Oh, I, reckon the, I reckon the worst one is, is leaving Australia for either Europe or, or Dubai or Asia or whatever, where you have, your, you have your first two scotches, you have your first sleep, you wake up, you're six hours in and you look at the map and you're still like sort of flying over broom and you're like, God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I'm yeah. Not even out of Australia yet. So many laps you can do of the plane. It's like, Jesus. Oh. Dan's made 32 trips to Marbella by the time we've only made it to Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> my trip here, my first ever trip was like 35 hours or something. I had four stops. Yeah, that's crude. Um, yeah, it was. It really put me off. Yeah. I think my first ever aeroplane trip was the same. Like I didn't fly until I was about twenty, I think, or twenty-one, and I did a work flight to Switzerland. But it was Melbourne, Sydney, Singapore, Dubai, London, and then Zurich. Oh God! Oh, and I was like, around the block. I'm, I'm not into this flying. <laughs> I don't think I'm about this life, but. Um, they got better after that, at least. Right. Um, speaking on Europe's this weekend, you got the the log lift uh, record attempt with the guest lifter Iron Bibby, Hicks, Stoltman, or Bibby. Who's your money on? If anyone was going to get it, personally, I don't believe anyone's going to break it this time. I don't. Uh, but if if I was picking one, it'd be Luke. Not just because he's he's my bro, but like he's been close before. Um, yeah, I feel like and look, I haven't been watching a lot of a lot of Bibby's training, and I haven't been watching any of his training. But um, I think Bibby gets he gets stuck in the clean. Like he's got the shoulders, we all know that, but like I think he just blows up a bit in the clean. Um, and then yeah, I can't comment. I mean, Hicks is Hicks is very good, but. Um, yeah, like an uneducated guess would say Luke, but yeah. yeah. I think problem with Bibby though is if you watch his axle, his hands are so wide when he comes in for a log, it's it's too cramped for him, and that's where Basically. he struggles with that turnover. Yep. Well, it's yeah. also it's 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 length forearms getting the way of his biceps. Like, when he's in, when he's in here, he's got all of that to move compared to yeah. basically a, a snatch range, so that that would help. But um, yeah, Bibby, geez, he's a he's an animal. <laughs> he's another really really good dude. Um, I remember at the first Dubai comp, me and me and Big Al, okay, Andy, we were <laughs> we were sharing an Audi with him and his him and his boys getting to and from the the comp area and. Geez, how funny. Like, they were just on the phone for, like, 45 minutes on the way back from the arena um, trying to call up, like, different Burger Kings and different places. Because it was, like, 3 in the morning, so that's when the first comp finished. And these guys with their broken English were, like, trying to trying to find, like, a Burger King that was open and stuff. And they finally found <laughs> one. They were like, oh, can we... Can we uh, can we go there first? And the driver's like, no, we are going to the hotel first. Then you can figure it out. Because it was, like, another another 40 minutes out of the way. But, yeah, all he thinks about is food. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I'm the nice. size of one of his arms. Oh, he's... He's yeah. got one of me on each on his shoulder. Oh. He's massive. He's massive. But, again, like, just a super nice guy. Like, he would actually cross the hotel foyer to come and, like, say hi and shake your hand and 
Yeah, that's cool. See what's up, um, which most of the guys are good, but can't be said for all of them. I was actually having that conversation with Ran this week. Um, like, never meet your heroes because we've had a couple of interesting, you know, seminars at the gym. Yeah. Um, Luke, when we, I met him at um, the contest, was really cool. Big Z, I think there was a language barrier there, like full of knowledge, full of information, was cool to meet him, but a bit dull. And if I have to read that fucking menu board one more time, <laughs> I can stick my head in a fryer. I reckon, he, then, was having you, I reckon he was having you on because you he told me about that. And then when we, when we took him out um, in <laughs> Melbourne, like – he was fine. He he could he made his he was quite decisive. I reckon he was just cranking you up, Shawnee. I, I reckon I reckon after Dan told him we had a limo and he saw the Camry, he's like, "Fuck yeah, these I two English was, bastards." I reckon he was taking the piss. God likes a limo, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you know. The suspension was never the same again after that journey. <laughs> Springs were gone. And then we had old Kaz who. Um, I would have loved to have taken Kaz on the piss. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. would have loved to have taken him out? Because, um, yeah, he was a character, wasn't he? You would have learned a lot. <laughs> I think we would have learned a lot. That's what I mean. <laughs> I think I want to learn that. Yeah. yeah when he... Um, when he gave us the descriptives of his cardio section, I've never, I've never seen Sean's jaw drop on his desk like that before. God alive! Hey, on your way home from the pub, would you have stopped off for some takeaway pizza? Oh, <laughs> oh good hell! Here we go. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah. If you know, you know. I'd say Google it, but don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Oh, Kazzy. Great character. Yeah. So other, other than Luke, <laughs> never meet your heroes. That's why I want to, but don't want to meet Big Loz, just in case. Nah, you're safe nah, with him, mate. Nah, he's top, absolute top dude. Uncle Loz. I've, I've, he's, he's been my favourite for so long. Nah. <laughs> There's like that. You've got, you got no problems there, man. Like, <laughs> I, um, I, when we are in the UK, whenever it was, before COVID, um, I, we dropped in at the gym that he trains at and I I mean even with my poverty squat and everything jumped into a train into a training session with him and his in his boys um, like super accommodating like yeah you'll be fine you'll be fine that was there. the old gym that used to train at wasn't it Dan yeah pro strength and fitness um, but what year did you go there mate uh, 19 was his squat rack around the corner from the desk? By the big roller door? You'd have yeah, a road rack in there? Hidden in the corner with all the other stuff, yeah. Yeah, because they used to... Half the gym used to be strongman equipment. They had a big Hercules hold. They had a big trap for yoke. But that all got... They, no, that's they got all been re- changed now. Yeah, they got relegated to the corner. <laughs> Literally into the corner. Um, they got a little road rack and all of his stones and stuff piled up. But, um, yeah, that's an interesting place. Rich is the owner there. He, he used to have um, ironworks at Swindon Rugby Club, and that was... That was somewhat like off of, um, you know, like the old dodgy snooker halls in uh, in Romford and yeah. in London. Yeah, that it was full of characters. 
Um, but yeah, Rich went to prison, come out and opened up that facility, which was uh, quite a big space, isn't it, Mace? Yeah, it was. I don't reckon I've been as intimidated by walking into a gym as I was in that one, though. Like, it was super old-school British muscle. Like, yeah. Because I was hanging right. around for a bit because Loz was running late um, just from work or whatever, and I was just like, am I just going to get bashed here for being an Aussie or something? Like, it it was, in the heart of Swindon. But, um, no, it was fine. It was all good. I'll never forget Loz did one of his Q&As on Instagram, and Dan goes, here, watch this. He sends him a message on there going, what was your old Chinese takeaway order? <laughs> Mental. We used to be fascinated as kids. Two big big um, bottles of milk. Because he used to go, Chinese, pick up two bags. And then we used to see him in Tesco's picking up his milk. Because we thought he was the world, we, we thought he was like the world's strongest man. You know, we were a little village in, uh, in Stroud, England. And they've got this big guy. And you hear like these stories, like these legendary stories of picking car engines out of cars. And it's like, yeah. he's been around for years, yeah. coming to think of it. Because like we would have been, you know, 13, 14 then. So he must be, he must be well into his 40s now. He's not as old as you think, though. No, you can look it up, but I remember I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, give the old goggle, Danny boy. Came from a um, came from a powerlifting background. He used to train at Bulldog. Well, I mean, he's got a massive squat. His deadlift is certainly not terrible. I've never seen him bench, but there you go. His partner's Liz Mason. Mason, yeah, he's thirty-eight. He's born in Cheltenham. Good old Cheltenham. He's he's been. I tell you what, if you look at someone, if you look at someone who's had some some injuries at the worst possible times, like oh. he, he's had he's had his fair share, and he had the lack go at the deadlift in was it 2015? 14, 15, um, yeah. Lost track. <laughs> I've lost track. <laughs> yeah, he's had Achilles go. He's had quads go. He's had the full works, hasn't he? Yeah. He's such a talented athlete. It's good though. It's good that he's um, he's he's got a role in the sport of strongman at the top level and sort of and contributing heaps, which is which is really good. Like he's obviously got as much knowledge as anyone, someone that's been in the sport for forever. So um, certainly not writing him off as an athlete, but it's good good that guys like him can sort of transition to. Um, I guess expert commentators or, or mm. elder yeah. statesmen that can. Um, be teaching up and coming people, you know, about the sport and, and whatnot, which is good. Can't all be Strongman. just Strongman's been quite good for that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I mean I feel like he contributes probably even a little bit more than some of the ones possibly mentioned earlier in this podcast already. <laughs> already. Um, <laughs> not naming any names. But like yeah, I generally it's pretty good. Yeah. Good old Loz. Good old Loz. All right. So, Masson. Yeah, it's First of all, Compound Cabal. Before I get upset that Manning beat me by one place for a bottle of I saw that. I was going to tell. I saw your name just above him. (laughs) Just just above and just below. I just Uh, saw that, yeah. Every every month, every month, some fucker messages me just going, I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one <isn't> me. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, if I, okay, if I'm going to win every, anything, the whiskey is, is is a good one because I can't travel to Victoria to build something right now. Um, but explain explain compound cabal um, to to the listeners in a you know a, a nutshell. It's um, it's tricky to do in a nutshell. Cause it we're, is we're, all right. Let, let's go the extended version then because it's a fucking good idea. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess um, I mean strongman is already a very good uh, community-based sport. It's a small sport, so, like, I don't think everybody knows everyone, but, like, it's it's quite a, it's quite a small uh, thing. And we just kind of wanted to um, extend on that a little bit by trying to create um, an even tighter community um, through competition and, um, well, not just competition, but um, other stuff outside of lifting things because like you can't i know we all think we can just lift shit all the time but we can't we've got to do other things and you know yeah. a lot of us are yeah. a bit older so we're not really hitting the uh hitting the nightclub scene and stuff so it's good to sort of try and socialize and you know do things with the community outside of just competing so that's a big element of what we're trying to cover with it um but i kind of wanted to just try and tie up all elements of the sport um, into one spot that members can sort of try and get benefits uh, as much as possible um, with competitions, like, you know, being able to discount comps or even doing comps that are specific to uh, the cabal, which we'll get to eventually when we can run competitions. Um, But like, you know, we want to be able to provide behind the scenes footage from comps from making stuff and breaking stuff. Like we want to try and get all of that to people. Um, We can't do it for free. Um, We'd love to do it for free. We can do parts of it for free, but like Mm -hmm. we want to be able to just have somebody pay a bit of a membership. And, you know, a lot of that membership fee is going and will be going back into doing bigger and cooler things within the community. So, you know, once borders open up again, we want to be able to, take part of that membership revenue and turn it into bringing a special guest over for either a guest judge, a seminar, or just get on the piss with them, depending on where in Scotland they're from. Um, (laughs) You know, and and sort of leading into that, and again, our first one's already been cancelled, but, like, we want to be able to not just have an online presence with the membership group, but actually have physical, like, face-to-face hangouts with members who are all talking the same language, you know, strong man, but, you know, talking the same thing. They want to have a couple of drinks, hang out, and the compound is, it's not the place, but, like, it's quickly becoming a place that people can come, do a bit of lifting or whatever, and then, you know, just chill out, meet some new people, have a drink or two. I'm looking at Dan just going. A oh, drink of this. This, is, this is just brilliant. I've heard have a couple of drinks a few times in there, and it's definitely got me. Yeah, look, it's not all about booze, but like you know, it's a big part of it, which is which is great. <laughs> it's um, it's a part of it, but look, it's really hard to explain all of the different things that we're trying to do. But again, it's 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 a work in progress too. Like we want to yeah. be able to really expand it to something that um, eventually or Again, you know, when the when the world settles down a little bit, um, someone should be able to look at what we're doing in the membership group and just go, why 
I'm, I'm doing strongman. Why wouldn't I want to be involved in that? They're doing lots of cool stuff. So that's what we're aiming for. Um, we made a couple of good steps. Um, the online comp that we're doing is kind of part of that. That's kind of out of necessity. Um, but, yeah, it's there's lots to it. We're trying to get as many benefits for people as possible. Um, we're not just trying to take all your money and do nothing, which I've been a part of some subscription things and I kind of feel like that's what's happened. But, um, you know, it's, it's a work in progress and I think we're slowly getting there. Um, when we're allowed to do things outside of our homes, um, I reckon we'll be able to do a lot more as well. Yeah. I've got, I've, there's a, you know, I, I am a member of, of it. Um, and just going through like the archive footage. So watching the old footage from the contest, watching um, some of your old testing videos, uh, like the stone one on there, um, testing out the, I'm not sure which gym ended up with it, the Conan's wheel. Was that up, went up uh, Stone and Steel? I think that one went up to Steel and Stone in Queensland. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, that sort of footage is sort of a behind-the-scenes look at testing equipment, how it's made is really cool to look at. There's some great programs and knowledge on there from experienced coach, coaches like Ran, um, Camilla, etc. So it's a good source of information for for lifters and, you know, fans as well. Yeah. We've actually got, we've got some stuff that was right about to, um, we're right about to launch. Um, we've got a, one of our, finally, one of our international coaches is lined up. Um, uh, Mr. Belstack from Slovenia. Um, he's, he's another really good dude. He's <laughs> prepared a whole lot of stuff uh, to help, uh, people prepare for FitFest and then literally two days after I received all the videos and got everything we postponed FitFest and I was just like oh are you kidding me like, so anyway we'll, we'll, we'll adapt that um, but he's uh, we're about to launch all that stuff with him um, and then again the behind the scenes videos and stuff we got we're always doing something cool and dumb at the compound the problem is is you know the guys that I've got working are like they're there, they've got their permit and everything, but we can't sort of do all the, the filming and the behind the scenes stuff that we want to do because we're all in lockdown. So yeah, lots of cool stuff ready to go. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> get there as soon as we can get it out. So uh, before I forget, what's the the address? Drop drop the web address now, mate, for for the listeners to go and have a look. Pretty, pretty simple. It's just www.compoundcabal.com.au. Spelt C O M P O U N D C A B A L. It's better than I would. <laughs> I clearly haven't had enough. I've got to go and get another drink. All right, Joey, same as last week, mate. Drop the whole music in here so the boys can get a drink and we'll be back in a couple of minutes, sex. At break. At break. Get our new season merch at dnsstrength.com. Oh, that's good.
<laughs> Check our new season merch at dnsstrength.com. La da dee. I've come. And it's all I found in the back of the fridge. Oh, what have Fucking you got? Cool. Ooh. Black cheddar. There you go, Joey. You can, you can end the whole music there, mate. Hey. Okay. I just let Joey know to, to cut the whole music at that point. Back right. in. White claw. Black cherry. Ooh. Sparkling water with alcohol. It looks like a CrossFit energy drink, mate. <laughs> what was that? Killcliffe. I used to love when I first oh, mate. when I first came here, I couldn't stop drinking them. So I did a I back in my CrossFit days, I did a business trip to uh, St. Louis in Missouri mm. and we landed and they don't get a lot of snow there, but they got a lot of snow. <laughs> As in like they were snowed in. Um, me being from regional Victoria. Didn't have a heap of uh, snow driving experience, so I couldn't just head down the freeway to the supermarket. But I could get to the CrossFit gym. So for two days, I lived off of Orange Kill Cliffs and breakfast from the hotel, and that was it. I loved them, and we could well, get at least them. You got your BCAs in the Kill Cliffs. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> we used to be able to get them in Vic for a little bit, um, and then they're back. They're back in Australia. Yeah. Oh, they are. We tried getting some, didn't we? Yeah. So you can get a, a wholesaler account. And order them for, as, as a gym. So, They're fucking expensive. They are. It, it worked out. Um, it was easier, like, to get Fit Aid. So Fit Aid's great. Fit Aid's great. I do like Fit Aid. That's a weird yeah. flavour. Black cherry. Wow. Not a fan. Very disappointed. There's only two grams of carbs in this. <laughs> you know, if my old man could see me now, he'd probably give me a 95 calories. I'd probably get a slap around the ear. What's the what's your old man drink? Black rat? No, yeah, something Saunders. very similar to that. It's uh, 8.4% cider. And yeah, it turns you the colour. It turns you red. <laughs> <laughs> it put air on your chest. <laughs> and a bloody headache in the morning. Mm. So before our, our little uh, interlude for drinkage. Beverages. Beverages. Um, online comp that you're running now, Mace, through Compound Cabal, the uh, Scotty Stay at Home Strongman Series. Is that what it was? Yeah, something like that. So, I remember that the Scotty Stay at Home Strongman. Quite like there. a short name for a comp, isn't it? S- yeah. S-, oh. S-, S-, S cubed. No. Cubed? S to the power of four. Yeah, there you go. I saw um, who edited the picture of Rongo. <laughs> Fucking Ron. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> with Ron's head on it. Oh, mate. My Instagram skills are shit ass, especially with Instagram TV. And like, as soon as I posted it, I was like, oh, great. But then I knew that everyone was going to be like, oh, where's the video gone and heckling? So I was like, I'll just fucking leave it up and just cop the flack. <laughs> Nothing gets through Cam Taylor or Rand's no, hands, does it? Nothing. <laughs> no. he, I don't think that bloke's got a job, to be honest. Like, <laughs> they get, the, the fuck is giving me a complex. If I look square on, you can't see my fucking bastard ears. It, it's got no ears. No, no, we added the mirror. So every when time you... I look in the mirror now, I go, I try and fucking flare my ears out. I've got any fucking ears. <laughs> Yeah, when, did, when did your haircut, mate? We all added ears for you because we couldn't see them. Like two weeks I got for that. 
Fucking hell. Hey, I'll tell you what, because no one's commented on it yet. I did my hair on my own the other day as well. No one's given me shit for it. <laughs> not all right, there. I get you to do right, that. Huh? My missus is banned. <laughs> By the time we come out of lockdown. <laughs> hey? Have you had yours done? Yeah, but mine's easy, mate. It's literally zero up to the line of hair. So it yeah. doesn't come any easier. Yeah. That's why the Mohawk's getting to that point where, you know, another couple of weeks and it's going to start flopping over like fucking a sad killer whale. <laughs> Did you just say the Mohawk's getting to that point? Yeah. <laughs> well, well done. Well done. You can edit that in. No, that's all right. Very little guess. Eddie, I'm on a podcast. Well, you got your DNS t-shirt on. There you go. Representing in England. DNS. I'll ring you back, Shag. <laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> oh, Eddie. I'll look. Put the DNS on. Walk that's the probably the best England. product placement cut I've ever seen. <laughs> hey, here's me, mate. He's in England. He's got a t-shirt. I'll ring you back. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Fucking you know. hell. That's how all ads should be. There we go. We just invented a new section for YouTube yep. to add revenue. So, event one, Viper Press. But explain the concept to, to the listeners, mate. Yeah, well, and obviously, I, I tried to do a rough count since March of 2020 how many cops that I've tried to organize have been cancelled. And I don't know if we're into double figures yet of like just our ones, but it's a few. Yeah. Uh, a little bit demoralizing. And um, I mean, there are going to be some comps that go ahead in states that are open between now and Christmas. But I mean, ultimately in Victoria and New South Wales, there's certainly not going to be any national level comps where people can all come together and compete um, until next year. So we wanted to try and do something, you know, mm. for, for people that have, you know, missed out on VIX or missed out on um, the, the second. New South Wales qualifier that we're going to do. Um, and I guess, you know, uh, do it at home by video thing is, I guess, the logical solution. It's it's not as exciting as everyone coming together to do a comp. Uh, we all know that. But there's no reason why we still can't um, all train for something. And I guess the format that we're doing, which is loosely the CrossFit open format of not knowing what you're going to get um, I mean, they only have five days to do it. I've given you all 10 days, so you've got a little bit more time. But it's sort of, it's, it's testing people. Um, it's not real strength, but like it's, that you don't have 12 weeks to prep for your Viper Press. You've got <laughs> at most nine days or 10 days or whatever. Yeah. So um, hopefully, I mean, people are going to challenge themselves with the events that we've got, but they also, hopefully they don't break themselves. But, you know, there's limited time to prepare. So you're sort of going to put up your best number that you can in that short period of time um, and then get ranked against all your peers in your weight class. And even, even the weight class thing's kind of cool because unless you're a psychopath and want to try and cut weight aggressively for 12 weeks to get into another weight category, you're ultimately just going to have to compete in the category that you sit at. So there's a lot of normal under 90 guys that are going to be in the 105 section and a lot of 80s that are in the 90s and and so on so it's kind of cool in that respect where you know you all can't of a sudden you've wiped out the under 80s 
Yeah. Yeah, there'll be still a few because there might be a couple of guys that are probably like <laughs> walk around weight 78 or something that might <laughs> jump in. But um, I expect it to be a little bit quiet in the under 80 department and potentially the under 64 department in the ladies as well. But, you know, that's strong, man. Like people want to see big lifts and big people. So it's a good chance to be able to step up, step up in a weight class and not have to show up at a comp in the, in the next weight class. You know, you mm. can hide, hide behind your, your video a little bit. So um, be hydrated, full up on carbs, fats, proteins, and lift all of that stuff. Still come in at a, still come in at under night, <laughs> depending on who you are. Um, there goes my yeah, chance like of reaching one hundred five. Um, what's that? <laughs> I said there goes my chance of competing as a one hundred five. Sean as a one hundred five looks like he's been on a couple of weeks with Charlie Sheen and the whole fucking. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, when did that ship sail? Jesus, I got an old video of him spotting uh, a back squat, and you're you must be one hundred five in that, Shawnee. Yeah, around one hundred five. Looks like a different person. Oh, hang on. Crazy. Is that me? That's not my mate in England in a DNS t-shirt. That's all right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my, my, my boys have taken to playing COD 4 again online. They're hassling me to play. We'll oh, play yeah. later. I haven't played that in yonks. Yeah, it's good stuff, though. I'm so shit at games like that. I'd, I'd appear on the screen and I'd disappear. And I'd go, fuck this. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know. It's too much going on. I don't know how you do it. There's too many. Oh, you got to get your eye in the first couple. Of, like, oh, I won't play it for a couple of years, and then I'll come back to it. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, I'm shit. And then, you know, a bit of practice. Yeah. So, Eddie Williams is doing that. He, he's doing it on a uh, on a streaming service, isn't he? Oh, like, far more seriously than we're doing it. Like, <laughs> he's quite good, is he? Well, he seems to have like a dedicated thing, whereas mine's just my laptop on the table, and I'm already three bourbons in, so I don't know. Don't think my reaction time's going to be real good. <laughs> I was laughing the other day. He put a video up of somebody insulting him, and it was like, "Did you see that?" No. <laughs> some some kid insulted him. It was like, um, I can't remember what he said. But like poor Eddie, he's probably one of the nicest guys on planet Earth. He gets like he posts on his Instagram. There's one of his posts. I'll try and find it. <laughs> you know when you're playing and somebody shouts something, whatever. I think it was Eddie. Am I fucking? Hang on, I'm not dreaming. Am I fucking? Hang on, let's double check that. Eddie Williams. What's the percentage on that white claw, mate? Yeah, somebody said to him. Get a job, get a job, C-U-N-T. Get a job. Get a job, I've got a job. Eddie's reply, get a job, I've got a job. Fucking hell, I can play that. Fucking hell. The guy's probably an anti-vaxxer. Not Eddie, the other one. The other one. The, yeah. the 12-year-old at this time. To yeah, get yeah, that's probably it. I um, We went up to Sydney Olympic Park on Tuesday, first dose. You only had to do that, my mate? My cousin was working in, the, um, was working in the, the vaccination lab there. And she was saying they had the tradies come through um, over the past couple of weeks. And they said that, um, yeah, they were getting abused quite heavily. And the, some of the guys would put signs up 
like this is poison or whatever, but, but walking in and getting vaccinated, it was quite bizarre. Yeah. So they had um they had heavy police and army presence. We went there because of that was partly because of that reason. There was a lot of lot of trouble there in the previous couple of weeks. But yeah, they were walking in with signs going poisonless, poisonless, queuing up and getting vaccinated. Uh, yeah, we, we live in a, an interesting oh, I world. I don't get now. it. I don't get it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna jump on here and get take a side or get political, but all I can tell anybody that's on the fence about it is just next time you're spending some hours in your truck or your car, find some podcasts about like the black plague or tuberculosis or some of the other ones and just 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 think about what it what it what it used to be like and whether those people would have been like, oh Oh, better not have the vaccine. Like, here comes the Black Death, where one in three people die. Like, just yeah, well said, mate. Mate, right. yeah. My whole thing is a lot smarter people than me came up with this shit. So, yeah, I, I get know. it. I get it as well. Like, I was having a chat with Big Al, and he was, you know, giving giving me some <laughs> um, some, some Big Al philosophy as he does on a daily basis. Um, but he had a good point today where, like, I think a lot of people in this country are actually probably, um, they can probably rightfully be suspicious of the government because of mm. all the other dodgy shit that the government does with business stuff, like the handouts to the companies that are earning billions of dollars, the sports, all this other stuff that, like, they're clearly on the dodge doing. So then you throw vaccines in with that and everyone's kind of like, oh, it's a conspiracy. Like, oh, yeah. no, man. But like, I can see why they might uh, be suspicious, but at the same time, like, it's a vaccine to stop you dying. Yeah. Maybe give it a try. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's the one that you need to uh, dig your heels in on, but Yeah. I um, so you know, after you get your jab, you got to sit in that little area fifteen minutes, don't yeah. you? Yeah. So I'm, yeah. so I'm sat there. I'm quite restless at the best of times. The lady to my left, she calls someone over. I feel like edit. She falls off the chair. Right. Not just that. Thirty seconds later, a guy walks into the seated area, and he collapses. Oh, so a little girl next to me starts crying, and the mum's like, "No, no, it's fine." I'm going, what the bloody hell? I'm going for a piss. I'm going for a piss. Doctor follows me and you can't come in here. We've got to watch you. I said, no, I need a piss. I've I'm, I'm needed a piss for a long time. We're waiting in <laughs> that queue. It was fucking mayhem in that room, mate. mate oh, I went to... The wrong stuff. <laughs> I went to Olympic Park for mine. When yeah. you're sat in that in the, the hall and you've got the big TV up in the middle, Yeah, it was Kyle Sandylands rapping about the vaccine. <laughs> If that's get back, baby. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> so, 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 oh, is, like, if, if anything's going to make me an anti-vaxxer, it's fucking Carl Sandyland rapping at me about it. <laughs> you should have just been like, give me 10 and let me get the hell out of here or something. <laughs> hey, the worst part about that fucking Olympic park, Shorty, right? We parked at the first fucking car park, right? Anyway, we only found out later that there was, there's three vaccination booths. There's like Kudos Arena. Yeah. There's one down by N-Swiss. We have, you know, sod's law. We're all the way over by N-Swiss. It was an half an hour walk. Me <laughs> <laughs> and the missus had four arguments on the way there. We can't ever do anything have... pleasant together. 
still we're going to get vaccinated. It's hardly, you know. You could have taken your 15 minutes of incubation time to be halfway back to your car, and if you fell over halfway back, well, you know, you're still walking, so you're not driving. (laughs) Sweating bollocks off with a dead arm. I got the um, I got the the AstraZeneca jab in the in the first like there was a little window where it was like oh now it's okay for under 40s to get it so I'm like fucking hook me up so like. I headed in, and then like two days later, it was now not okay for under forties. I'm like, oh, oh well, I've had it, right? But I show up at the doctor's, and like, he's like, oh, hang on, you're under forty, you can't have this. I'm like, yes, they've made it. Like it was on the news. Yeah, look it up. I've waited nine days to do it. And anyway, I spent the next fifteen minutes with my doctor on Google, looking up, is it okay for me to have the thing? Um, like. I mean, I've got no problem with the vaccine, but I'm sitting there going, what? What, what the fuck? And then when he found the line, like he's looking on it, he found the line, he goes, oh, I see it's actually, it's it's okay for the, all right, here you go. In my, in my arm, fuck off, get out of here. And that was it. It's like a common thread of communication. Are you Pfizer or AstraZeneca? It's like, oh, I fucking. I don't know. Just give, me the one, just give me the one to stop me dying. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Sounds German, didn't it? <laughs> Give We're me both and here. I'll see what happens. We're all still here. Yeah. Yep. Well, get the old spoon on the old arm. Have you done that one? You know, the videos that were going around with the spoon sticking to the arms. Have you seen that? People no. think I saw, I saw yeah, I saw Boxing Ben do his one. We, oh, did it stick to him, did it? No, he, he tried it. It <laughs> obviously oh, didn't fuck, stick. I was like, oh, laughing. People think they're fucking Yuri Geller. Remember him, the old spoon <laughs> bender? Yeah. <laughs> have, um, have any of your Sydney mates started to get in on get in on the ivermectin jabs yet? You guys into that yet, or what? What's that? Uh, oh, you haven't seen that? No. Nah. We well, so remember you're you're on lockdown seven. We're only on lockdown two. So no, no. Well, I don't think it's kicking off in this country, but like in in India, they got into it, and it's happening in America, which just bamboozles me because they can get Pfizer everywhere, but. Apparently, ivermectin, which is like a, a treatment for livestock, for not a virus, for something else, apparently that can stop you getting it. So people are like oh. going, going down to the agricultural shop to get their, like buy fucking ivermectin and like they're ODing on it because they're buying like doses that are big enough for a horse to not have tapeworm or something and then they're getting real crook. I'm like, I saw that. Joe Rogan got COVID, Mister. Um, you know, stay healthy and you won't get it. And he I took know. that, didn't he? Um, maybe. Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. he's giving it a go. Also, in uh, quite closely combined with strength news, talking of world news, have you seen the artillery that the Taliban have acquired? <laughs> oh, have you seen don't. It? Fuck don't you get me started. It's crazy. They got some good stuff. I was, you know, I was. Somebody posted the uh, the weaponry and the vehicles. They got something like over four hundred Toyota Hiluxes. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know the exact number, but a lot of Apache helicopters. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see Apaches, but like a big, big choppers, like big transport choppers and stuff. I'm like. Oh, you could yeah. have just put that on the boat to take? No? Well, okay. Apparently, right. I saw 
and obviously it being, you know, being the news pinch of salt, but apparently because of what America left behind, the Taliban now have more um, attack helicopters than 85% of That's what I heard. other countries. That's exactly what I heard, yeah, which is but, nuts. But that's just a flashback to, like, was it the early 90s when the Americans were just giving them stuff in, like, legit? In the first yeah. place to fight the Russians, so that's right. Yeah, just me. Wow. There's a um. They just put on United Eleven doco out on uh, Netflix. We started watching it. It's an episode series. Mate, I've yeah. been watching too much Top Gear, so I thought you meant Porsche. <laughs> Porsche. Are you watching Top Gear? I've, yeah, I've gone back to some of the old Top Gears. Yeah, you can't be it, mate. Clark, mate, Clarkson's a Clarkson's a fucking legend, mate. Clarkson's the man. Good old Clarkson. I saw him in Melbourne a few years ago during the F1. Did you? When I used to work in Melbourne, I, I, I commuted back to Castlemaine on the train. So I'd walk down Burke Street to get, like, if the tram was too packed, I'd just walk down to the train station. And it was during the F1 and there was a Ferrari of some description parked outside of one of the hotels. I'm like, ooh, that's nice. And then a guy comes out of the hotel to get into it. I'm like, that looks a lot like Jeremy Clarkson. That's, oh, yep, that is Jeremy that's Clarkson. That's Jeremy Clarkson. Yep, that's cool. And he gets in, he starts it up, and then, like, he's he's gone to turn off of Burke Street and turn turn left onto what's one of the lower ones, Elizabeth Street, something like that. Anyway, I had to do it because I'm Australian. I'm standing at the lights. He's about to turn. I had to do this, like, fucking this Anyway, he comes around the corner and just like lights him up for about three seconds down down the middle of Melbourne. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson just lit up the back tires of a Ferrari in the middle yeah, of Melbourne. Yeah. I'll go and get on the train now. He's so wealthy. So his family, his parents own the Paddington Bear name yeah, or his, something. His dad he invented Paddington Bear. Yeah, oh. very wealthy family. Am I um my old man went down to his farm shop the other week. They went and went to the grand opening, uh, which he wasn't at, obviously. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that new series on BBC, in it, with Caleb, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the farmer. It's really, I need to watch that. It's, it looks cracking. It's brilliant, mate. It's a fantastic... Clarkson's Farm. Brilliant. Actually, that reminds me. I've got to send you this lad on Instagram, Sean. I was seeing you the other day. It's Thomas Skinner. Um... He was an old white man van and he's got a company called Bosch Beds. He's from Romford. Honestly, mm. mate, probably possibly one of the best Instagram accounts. I sent him a message. He's got like 200,000 <laughs> followers. We're having a chat. He's unbelievable. <laughs> Proper Del boy. Mate, you're the only person I know that sends these random like Insta celebrities a message and gets a reply almost every time. Yeah, I'll show you. It's the haircut. <laughs> The lack of ears. I said, proper legend, mate. Keep doing what you're doing. Big love from Australia. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. He was on The Apprentice. <laughs> I got to send it to you. Top bloke. I know he was. I listened to a podcast of him on James English. Just a top bloke. More people like him in the world. That was, mate, that was a weird tangent. Sorry, boys. It's all right. Okay, now. Uh, if you want Romford, uh, my old man used to work at the Romford Dog Tracks back in like the, that's the characters are the 70s. He's got some stories, mate. Uh, he's got one that he's told me a couple of times where he had to talk a guy out of kneecapping someone at the bar. 
because he owed him money. Yeah. Dad had to like, no, hang on, mate, look, I'm the one that's got to clean that up. So can you do me a favour and, you know, maybe just chat to him for now instead? Or just do it outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I can, some great yeah, old well, stories. Well. Rough as guts, Romford Dagnum. Yeah, East London, yeah. mate. Pie and mash, bit of gravy, mushy peas. Pie and mash and liquor. Ooh, lovely, jubbly. <laughs> so back to fucking hell. Without fail, we go on a tangent, mate. Can't be helped. Oh, actually, here we go. Mason. Yeah. I don't know if you can see that. Uh, yeah, I can. That, that's a 105, Sean. That's Sean Jeez. on Matt. <laughs> I was about to say, you look like a Matt. I'm like an eyes addict, mate. Yeah, mate. That's why I doubt we've agreed that I don't go below, below 130 now. No, well, I thought it was 150. <laughs> <laughs> Stay up there, mate. Stay, Stay up there. We like our Thursday lunches, mate. We do, we do. So back to our, our four S comp. Fish and chips at the protein store. Yes. That was one of the best meals I had. Hey, five guys, mate. Next time you come down, mate. Five guys is uh is nearly well. It can't be open yet because of COVID, but she's um she's nearly ready. Five guys is the best. It's crap. Yeah, I've had it in in the states. I'll see if it's the same as over here. Were you a fan? Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. It's a good little grease, good little grease joint. Yeah, yeah. I felt like a heart attack was coming every time I went, but that was the same as just about everywhere else I went to in America. So it can't be any worse than going to a a supplement store and sitting on their their counter eating fish and chips while their patrons are trying to buy pre workout and protein and fat burners. What's I'm just wondering what the best supplement is for fat burning. And there's the three of us up there just <laughs> fish and chips and burgers. Whilst Anthony's handing Sean sandwich, sandwich bags of powder. So what's in here? What's in here? This is the new pre-workout. <laughs> Fucking hell, yeah, we have a scoop of that. Bloody, I thought I was in, I thought I was in amnesia and Ibiza with him. But that stuff, Jesus Christ and sweat. <laughs> Good fun. Anyway, I'm going to try for a fourth time. Yep, go. <laughs> Four oh, yeah, S. Sorry, I'm just going to let you talk now. <laughs> Four S. Let's bring it back to that. So, event one is Viper Press. We're not going to uh, announce the uh, the other event, but um, I remember you, you gave out an equipment list, Masson. Um, no. Where's it gone? I had it open. Here it is. No, this one. There we go. So people need a log, a yoke, a bar and plates, farmers and sandbags. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, like, it's it's a strongman comp. So you're going to need some access to strongman equipment. We couldn't just make it all bar and plates or kettlebells because it would pretty quickly turn into an actual prospect comp. Um, but at the same time, like, we've tried to keep it as simple as possible. And like, what I want people to do is get creative with like their mates. Like I know you got to do the right thing and stay at home and all of that. But like, if you've got a mate that lives within five Ks that could drop a yoke off or a sandbag off or something, you know, they do their attempt in the first five days and then they drop it off contact free, of course, like just, I just want people to make deal. I'm not saying go out and buy all this shit um, if you don't mm. have it. Um, you know, I pick sandbag instead of stones so that, you know, at least if you are going to buy one, a sandbag is 
more versatile for at home and a bit cheaper than buying a bunch of stones. But um, or if you want to find one, back of road signs. Put a couple of them together. There's a tip. The sandbag <laughs> one's an interesting one. I can't give too much away, but like if you're listening, um, we'll give a bit more direction on what size sandbag you should need. But um, a big one. Like a, he- a pretty heavy okay, one. Don't go to the back um, of road signs, then, because they're smaller. <laughs> well, then just get a few and tape them together. But um, together. Like we're not expecting people to buy five sandbags. Like I only want you to have to have one. If you're in any of the states that can go to a gym, you're probably going to be fine. Um, same with the other ones. But, but look, it's. Um, I don't like doing remote comps. Like we would never do ASM as a full remote comp because there's no real consistency between equipment and timing and all of that sort of stuff. But like this is not this is not ASM. This is um, you know let's have a bit of fun, put up some big numbers. Um, there'll be a few maxes thrown in there because it's a little bit easier to do from a video point of view. But yeah. I think I think people will. I think people will like the ones, the events that we've got cooked up. They're as simple as possible, but also fun. A few people are enjoying Max Viper Press so far, so. I need to have a crack at that. I have to come out to your Shawnee. Yeah, you're within 5Ks, mate. Log of Viper. So it's beautiful, but that ain't bloody open, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Always back to the bits. I saw, uh, yeah, Tice and um, uh, Strength Tarzan post a couple of decent numbers on that one thirty-ish. Yeah, there's been a few few big numbers gone up. We'll see. We'll see how many people like officially lodge their videos. That's the other thing. Like, you know, we are actually the idea is you you lodge all six of your results, and the plan is is that we'll have a final at the end of it. Um, so a lot of people are putting videos up early on now, which is great, but they will need to actually submit them ideally to Google Drive um, just to compoundcabal at gmail.com because that way we've got all of the submissions in one spot so that we can take the three or four days to trawl through them and actually go, yeah, that's a good lift, put them on the list. That's a good, like, actually get all the data. It's We've done this relatively quickly, so we're not as advanced as um, the CrossFit Open that can handle 400,000 video submissions and rank them in real time mm-hmm. and all of that sort of stuff. We're doing it a little bit more low key, but I mean, that's the only way we were going to get it up in time um, to be able to do it. I think it'll work. Um, and, you know, look, if 200 people actually attempt this and we're just swimming in, in video submissions, well, that's a good thing because 200 people have bothered to put their videos in. I suspect it won't be quite that many, but, you know, not a lot to lose. I mean, if you're if you're a show strongest or a compound cabal member, it costs you nothing, and if you're not, it costs you twenty bucks. So, twenty bucks for twelve weeks of motivation, and um, yeah, twelve weeks of thirteenth week of finals and a couple of hundred. Yeah. Bucks. So, I think one of the biggest things people are struggling with right now is like a bit of direction and a bit of you know. Mm bit of oomph in their in their training. So this is a fantastic opportunity for those guys who are like, I don't know what to do. Well, well especially you do. if you've had one or two or multiple comps pulled out from under, um, which yep. I know 
some New South Wales people certainly have. Australia's strongest men and women have had theirs pulled out from under them three times already. Um, and look, you know, this is this is open to everyone. Like the winner of Australia's strongest man or woman might be the winner of this thing. Like all you can do is put your numbers in. So um, it's I'm trying to keep it at a level as well that the maxes are obviously good because you only put up the heaviest number that you can, whether that's 50 or 150, doesn't matter. You'll just get ranked. Um, the events that have fixed weights for, I'm not going to tell you which ones they are, but the ones that do have a fixed weight, what we'll do is something similar to what CrossFit does where we have a prescribed weight and you'll set a time for that weight or reps if it's a reps in a minute. If you can't achieve those numbers, you are welcome to submit a video that is lighter than that. Um, let's just say, for example, it's a farmer's carry for 15 metres. So hypothetical, the prescribed weight's 90 kilos. You can't do it per hand, so you do a video with 70. You can still put that in. You're just going to rank lower than anybody that did it at 90. Mm. And then if a few people did it at 70 and you did it quicker, you'll rank better than they did because you did it quicker. But we're still encouraging people to to just have a go. And if, if the fixed numbers are too heavy, just do it lighter and you'll, yeah. you'll just end up lower down the board based on that. Nice. You ain't got a lot to lose, so. You got nothing to lose. You might be able to win it. Well, yeah. And if, even if you're not in it to win it, you can still be in it to put up some numbers, challenge yourself and... Yeah, like, I mean, even if you're doing the prescribed weights, but, like, it's a struggle for you, you may as well see that, you know, you're on the same ranking as someone like a, a I don't know if Eddie will do it because he's too too busy, but, like, I know Rongo wants to put up a put up a, a number. So, you know, you can see where you stack up against some of the top guys and top girls in the country. Nice. You've got to be in it to win it was a slogan from the National Lottery. Uh, back in the nineties, I think Sean quote me on that. Mystic Meg, yeah. Mystic Meg, you. Yeah, um, mate. I still remember. It makes me feel fucking old. I still remember the first national lottery draw in the UK. Yeah. With the yeah the little the mascot was the cross fingers. That's right. Two little eyes and a mouth. Yeah. And you had Mystic Meg, who was this fortune teller bird with a crystal ball who tried to predict the numbers before they were drawn every week. On how did she go? Fucking terrible, mate. Never got it. <laughs> Can I, actually, I want to I I tell you a funny story quickly about Mystic Meg. I'll never forget this. Me, the old man, and one of his mates sat in the boozer, right? Big projector screen, playing pool. Mystic Meg comes up. She, was it, it was around about 8 o'clock, wasn't it, on a Saturday? Yeah, 7.30, like 8 o'clock, yeah. And Mystic Meg, she, she was saying stuff about just general life. And it, it, she brought some about my mum's name, Amanda. I remember my dad going, what the fucking hell is going on here? Well, it, was, it was almost like a panic built between the three of us. It was like, hang on, a fortune teller. Said, and it, the old boys had a couple of drinks. I'm like, what the bloody hell is going on here? I'll never forget that. I don't know what Mystic Meg said. Um, that was it, because she also tried to like... Um... Nick things. Nick things. She's a shoplifter. 
No, predict. I'll predict. I thought you said Nick. <laughs> Nick <laughs> oh, yeah. She was a fucking thief. <laughs> That's why the crystal ball didn't work, because you bloody nicked it. <laughs> it was fucking nicked. <laughs> oh, <you know. laughs> oh, brilliant. Mystic Meg. Oh, there, there we go. Is she all right, Mystic Meg, or was she like one of those crazy, like, 80 I'll have to Google it. My memory. Hey, I can see she was, she was in her 70s stuff. back then, I swear. Oh, she, Mystic okay. Meg. She looked like a cross not, between. Not quite the mental image that I had. No, if, if you know, if anyone's listened to, from England to this, oh, there's a cross between Dot Cotton. There is Mystic Meg. Where's the fucking. I, I am. Hold on, still. Oh, he looks like Cher. You remember Cher? That's a yeah, I was about to say it's a cross between no, Doc, Doc Cotton and Carol Vorderman. From here, she looks like Voldemort with hair. <laughs> she didn't even look like she had a nose. Oh. All I could see was white. <laughs> oh, shit. What happened to Mystic Meg from 200,000 a year to saucy fiction? What? That sounds about <laughs> right, doesn't it? From the 90s. From 200 grand a year, this is the mirror, by the way. Sean, you know about the mirror. From 200k a year to saucy fiction, horse racing and seven cats. Well, I could tell you she was a cat woman. She's now 77. Oh, bloody oh, hell. <laughs> Mystic Meg. Mystic Meg, all right. Uh, how do we end up on Mystic Meg? You got, any, you got any more strength questions there? We can just carry on. <laughs> I, have we covered anything about strength? Apart from Mace giving a fantastic rundown about the compound before, the rest of it's been about some really <laughs> random shit, isn't it? <laughs> hey, it's part of the course on our Saturday night recordings. Yeah, it's good fun. The, the, the lockdown edition of the DNS podcast. Yeah. It's just nice to see people. It's Dan and I's weekly catch-up. Mm. <laughs> Mate, ever, actually, ever since you shared, speaking of Compound Cabal, Lift Fest on Compound Cabal, it's just my phone keeps buzzing of like new followers. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Better do it on, do it on my other channels as well. Oh, hang on. I think Dan's getting broken into here. Some very weird noises coming out the front of my apartment. It's probably that young kid telling you to go get a job. Probably Mystic Meg. <laughs> Come like on, the little cats. twat keeps running around upstairs. You know, I knock on the door tomorrow morning. He's doing my bloody head in. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you oh, can help. Yeah. I'll do a share in a minute. Yeah, you're right, mate. I can't do two things at once. <laughs> oh, man. All right. There is one last question that I strength based that I did want to ask Mason before we try and wrap this up. The Meg. <laughs> Go back to Mr. Meg. So you had a, I know with the partnership you had with Meatstock, you had ASM and there was a pound for pound strongest comp that you were going to run as well. Yep. Or are going to run um, when Meatstock starts happening again and we can start to compete again. Run us through that concept, mate, because that's um. That's a, actually, actually, for me, that's a really cool concept because you've got guys like Tyson um, and even, uh, I always butcher his name, I'm really sorry, Naramu over in WA, who are just freakishly strong for the for their size compared to like, a, you know, an Eddie or a Rongo. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. So take us through that a little it's, bit through that concept. It is a tricky one. Um, and 
I mean, to, to be quite honest, we didn't have everything 100% locked in because, I mean, the things that I wanted to avoid was a show that was going to be purely done on um, like a coefficient where an under 80 is just always going to win because the coefficient yeah. was always stacked towards a lightweight competitor. But then at the other end of it, it had to be balanced out where the heaviest bloke didn't always win because it was max log, just pure max log, no weight classes or whatever. So the biggest guy with the biggest log always wins. So um, I was going to try and balance one or two events that might have been done based off of a coefficient that um, I was and still working on. Um, like I, Sinclair's the Olympic lifting one. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to use the the... the one that starts with W for powerlifting because he's in the no, same. No, we don't. We don't. We don't touch that. We don't. We don't go there. But um, looking at doing one sort of that was strongman based, um, got a bit of maths behind it, um, but still a bit more work to do on it um, mm. to see if there is some way of finding a balanced number for, let's say, a max deadlift where your body weight can be brought into the equation, but just by purely virtue of being the lightest person, you don't always win it by having a triple body weight deadlift because you're only 80 kilos compared to 190 or something like that. Yeah. But then I was also looking at events, um, something like a grip event, like maybe a Hercules hold or a double car hold or something where your size doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win it. The bloke with the best grip is going to win it. So theoretically, someone that weighs 100 kilos could beat someone that weighs 190 because they've just got better grip. Um, so that was something we're going to throw in there. Um, also throwing in events where limited prep time might balance the field as well a little bit. Um, so something like, and not necessarily this, but something like um, a Mat, uh, block press for reps um, yeah. where it's not like maybe it's just one weight or maybe there's two weights so like if you're over 120 kilos you're pressing a block that's 110 or something like that like maybe there's two but like the unknown factor of it would balance it rather than just the biggest ugliest guy wins it by virtue of being the biggest guy or whatever um yeah, there's a few things that we're that we're playing with, um, and we weren't 100 percent there yet. And like Jesus, we might even run the first one and we don't quite get it right, and you know the the biggest guy still wins. But you know, um, there's every chance that even with coefficient based stuff and even with grip stuff thrown in, maybe pound for pound the strongest person is still somebody that weighs 145 or 150 kilos. Yeah, maybe they are. I mean, when um, uh, when um, official strongman pizza, yeah. Sorry, you keep uh, going, mates. That's all right. Yeah, when when official strongman uh, ran their one, um, I think the women's was won by Rihanna Lovelace, who is tiny. But in the guys, it was Rob Kearney that won it, and he was yeah. 120 something kilos so it wasn't won by an under 80 guy or another 90 guy um it was won by a relatively light 
heavyweight dude. So, I mean, throwing some names around, like someone like Coco, who's 126 kilos, but competes as a heavyweight, you know, ideally should be really in with a shot or Tyson or Vernon or some of these guys that just aren't necessarily monstrous. But then maybe, you know, maybe Rongo does win it. Maybe Mitchell Hooper does win it. Maybe Luke I don't know, but um, it's... When I mentioned the concept to a few people, they're like, oh, shit, here we go. And, like, I get it, but I still think it's something that could create quite an exciting competition um, and open a couple of doors to some people that are in that 90 to 100 kilo weight range as mm-hmm. being the title holders. I think it will still be potentially pretty tough for an under 80, like an actual under 80 competitor to take it out. Um but maybe not. I think you, you, you sort of hit the nail on the head there with someone like a, a Coco who is light for a heavyweight, really, um, but still, you know, an amazing press, a decent deadlifter, um, good on stones, you know. Yeah. But you've got a Tyson who is a phenomenal deadlifter, great on stones, um, you know, who can mix it up there. So, you know, the mix of max effort stuff, um, coefficient stuff, I think it's a really cool concept to to explore, uh, especially given that it gives a chance for the best of the best to come together no matter what weight class you are and, and throw down, you know. It'd be cool to see your best under 19, like a, a Naramu with a, a Tyson and a Coco, and then up to like a, a Luke or a Rongo. So, yeah, and- I mean, it's, I mean, the, yeah, if we got the first one dead right, great, but you know, it might not be. But at the end of the day, um, we've got, we've, COVID permitting, we've got a show to run it at. We've yep. got confirmed prize money for it. Um, if I can invite a, a slightly wider range of, top level athletes to be able to compete um even if the first one like it's it's not going to be a total shit show but like even if we need to dial it in a little bit the next Mm. go around um i still think it's a good step forward like everyone likes a title and you know okay um, thank you very much sorry about that thank you sorry boys (laughs) you're right (laughs) oh mate so order the pizza uh, an hour ago, and um, yeah, set the missus out. She's, she's standing smart the street when it comes to that stuff. Anyway, it's all sorted now. Yeah, lovely lady dropped it off. Name's Diamond, and oh, um, yeah, <laughs> ordered a uh, couple of pizza, a bit of garlic bread. Lovely jubbly. So, yeah, the Uber Eats thing, mate. It seems to be a bit of a um, bit of a fuck about, isn't it? <laughs> fuck you. Especially you apartment. Well, your your apartment's only what six months old, so. Yeah, and it's yeah. underground apparently as well. So she's like, "Do I put it like down the trap door?" Or sort it out, darling. Is it all good? Okay, <laughs> keep it nice and warm. <laughs> You're single, aren't you, Dad? You just talk to no one. <laughs> yeah. I'm making it up. I love it. She she's good enough to put up with me. To be fair. Yeah, fair. Um, here we go. Uh, oh, I've got to give him a star review. We'll do that later. <laughs> give. Diamond Dallas Page a star review later on. 
And by the way, though, forty-five dollars for fucking pizza and garlic bread—that's a fucking rip off. That fucking want to be good. <laughs> fucking better be. That ain't great. <laughs> uh, I'm talking of the pound for pound. Who is the lightest athlete to win world's strongest man? Do we know that? Oh, was it Novikov? Technically, didn't he beat out puts? Probably, he would Possibly, have to be yeah. close. He would have to yeah, be I think close. He must be close. Yeah, I'm. I'm fairly certain it's Novikov. Um, prior to that, it. was was puts. Um, that is a perfect example. Like I can't remember what's what's he about one thirty five, one forty, something like that. Maybe yeah, Novikov? one one thirty to one forty, somewhere around there. Yeah, he's he's fairly light. <laughs> so I put in lightest athlete to win world's strongest man. The first thing he came was Darren Sadler. Is a f- British former strongman, but a winner of the World Strongman Challenge in the under five category. But he's not. Yeah, but he didn't win worlds. No, he competed, but yeah, no, there's no nothing here. Unfortunately, I re- I'd, I'd have a stab at Novikov. Novikov. Yeah, my history is a little hazy back in the sort of the very early days, but in recent history, like last 10, 15 years, it would have to be. Novikov, surely. Novikov and Pav, have they uh, have they patched up? After that, to know, know, mate. Who knows? I mean, you... <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> oh dear, the world of strong man. To be fair, all right. That's hey, growing on me. What's what's going on you? The claws. Oh, the white claws. <laughs> Definitely not the cock. <laughs> <laughs> that would be quite odd, wouldn't it? Yeah, suddenly grown. <laughs> dang, dang, got excited by the idea of a pizza. <laughs> yeah, not for forty-five fucking dollars, I didn't. <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. <laughs> So, have you got a, like a um, final question before we wrap this up and let let Masson go um, and play a bit of cod and let Dan eat his his pizza? Um, oh, I had a question about the pound for pound, and I have completely fucking lost it now. <laughs> the suspense was killing me, Shorty. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like super controversial. I was like, oh shit! I just saw going. his brain drop out in front of us. <laughs> Mate, I, it was there, but it is a long it's gone. Just, it's flown. There's all that talk about your cock, mate. <laughs> Ain't much to talk about. <laughs> I swear, I made our podcast are getting looser and more and looser. I uh, can't well, do that. I um, yeah. I'm surprised we haven't had a uh, a neck numb off uh, Mr. Countell or Iran. No, not not even a talk of it tonight. <laughs> Don't know, no, mate. they've um, they've been busy getting stuck into all of the. Are you guys doing the high performance athlete thing up there in New South Wales, or is that uh, what is that it? just a Victorian thing? I think that's a Victorian thing. I haven't seen anyone or anyone I'm aware of hasn't been doing it. What is it? It's the it's the strongman loophole that a lot of people are being able to actually go and train at gyms at. Where I've seen a few people that are training, and I would argue. They're not a high performance athlete. Yeah, the 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 
as far as my uh, comprehension of the rules are, and I've heard different things, which is why I'm just staying the fuck out of it. But um, yep. if you're supposedly, if you're competing in a, at a national level, um, which theoretically, if you're competing for something like VIX, which is a direct pathway to Australia's strongest man or the Arnold's or whatever, that could be interpreted as competing at a national level, um, which technically makes you a high, like a national level athlete. Um, look, it's do do whatever, but like I'm sure you've only got to get a shitty cop show up that wants to call you on it, and you'll get fined. Like, uh, yeah. But you know, it's. I think if people are training and trying to socially distance and do all that sort of stuff and not actually spread COVID around, well, then, you know, is it is it really any worse than going and sitting in the park or going to the supermarket or doing what everyone else is doing? So, I was watching um, two people wrestle, like, um, what's it called? Like... Like Greco Roman, yeah. Like greased up, no clothes wrestling, or well, they, they weren't greased up, but they were certainly they were close to it. Shirtless oh. wrestling in the park. It's online, Shawnee, or in person? person. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Nice. Uh, people taking bets. Like, could you put a dollar down? Or... I should have done. I should have sort of started gathering them up. Got the old yeah. ring. So step right up, step right up. One dollar on the that guy. Two bucks for that guy. There you go. Done. Funny story, went to the BMX track on Thursday, took, took Adele's nephews, right? And uh, Lucas, he's a lovely boy, he comes to me, he goes, oh, this lad's really giving me a load of rubbish, whatever, and he told me that I'm going really slow on the first round. I said, oh, if he's anything to you again, I said, just turn the fuck off, all right? Just look him square in the eye, turn him the fuck off. So anyway, I'm going down this track, doing my best to be a BMXer, and all I can hear is, fuck off, fuck off. <laughs> and it's Lucas. Screaming at this kid, right? Anyway, I thought I better keep it on it. So I pull off the trap. There's a bowl when you go around the first corner. I'll pull it there and have a little look at it. The kid has gone up to Lucas, got his bike, picked it up, and smashed it like into him. And I've gone, oh fucking hell. So I've walked over and gone, Oi, I said, What are you playing at? I said, You turn around and go and shake his hand and apologize. And this kid turned around and shook his hand. I thought these kids these days, they're fucking violent, man. Pit the bike up, smooth. Fuck it now. All I can do is fuck off, fuck off. I think he took it a little bit too far. I think so. That's that mental health stuff that COVID's doing. Like, if it wasn't locked down, he would have been fine. Yeah. Nowadays, just smash a bloke. Smash their bike into them. Yeah. I know, he picked it up and, like, used it as a tool. (laughs) <laughs> that's quite impressive, actually. It is. That's that's create not creative. not the thing you would think. Hope to see all all think of seeing it. Castle BMX. <laughs> oh dear. Let's wrap it up. So we leave it there. Some grub <laughs> on on the the story of a seven year old being assaulted with a bike. Yeah, He's they were the same age. So it was all right. <laughs> well, in saying that, I remember getting in a fight about seven eight years old. And the dude I was fighting, his sister smacked me in the back of the head with a stiletto. 
<laughs> now that fucking hurts. <laughs> fucking hell, that hurt. It rattles the old cage, doesn't it? I would have been about eight years old. Oh. Fight down the football field, and his 14 year old sister comes over and smacks me in the back of the head with a stiletto. What's she I doing? Remember, stilettos at 14, mate. It's Whiz Beach, mate. Welcome to Peterborough, mate. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> you know. hell. It's stilettos at nine back there. Well, back so. then, it was the see through ones. They were the jelly, the jelly ones. They were the fashion, weren't they? Yeah, along with the inflatable furniture and the fucking Fubu tracksuits. Fubu tracksuits. Fucking love it. All right, mate. Mason, give us all your all your handles, your stand on submit, your compound cabal, etc. Oh, you've just said them all. There you go. There you at, go. At stand or submit at compound cabal, www.compoundcabal.com.au. Go check it out, guys. Danny boy. At dwally10. Been shit at, this week on Instagram. Don't bother following me on Facebook. At Sean 2.0. I think I posted my first training video in about three years. So you did. You I want to see more of them. Go and have a look at a shitty log. At DNS Strength Collective, at the DNS Podcast on Instagram. www.dnsstrength.com. Cody there. Lovely Danny hoodie Girard. worn there by Masson. <laughs> nice and warm. But also cool at the same time that you can wear through summer on a nice evening when the sun's coming down. Looks cool. Mate, are you still English wearing a hoodie in summer? Yeah. Won't be wearing Actually, saying that, I do train in trousers in the fucking summer, don't I? <laughs> you do, you fucking nutter. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, have a lovely lockdown and we'll talk to you next week. Cheers, Cheers guys. guys. The DNS Podcast. The DNS Podcast.